All right. Welcome, everybody, to the sixth episode of the Average Bad Podcast. It's me, Isaac, back again, the host. I'm here with John. Hello, beautiful people. And Luke. hey And yeah, so Happy New Year, first and foremost. Um, moist. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, moist. First and foremost. You. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yo, it's okay. Flubs happen. All right. So, first question for you guys is: uh, Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Um, and if not, did you make any last year? Um, I can go first if that helps. So yeah, I I, I made one last year. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't like a strict one. I just kind of like I've been so I learned Japanese for fun, and I had been using Duolingo, and I was like, let me try and go and just like do a full year of language learning. So like. I've been trying to maintain that streak, and I'm at like I think 328 days. Um, so not quite a full year, but I've been doing my best. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited. I definitely used like a streak freeze uh, two times though, like just these past two days. But pe- people don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it's said now. It's out there and open. I'm ex- I've exposed myself. Hey, I'm so. editing it, so uh. yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, what about you guys? Uh, so I'm a firm believer that, uh, New Year's resolutions don't work if you turn them, if you try to manifest them. I guess that's a way I could put it. Um, but like, I feel like it's been the same thing for most of my life, which is mostly lose weight and that hasn't really happened. So the approach I've been taking, that I've taken towards it is like, you know, think about like I like to think about what I want to do as a resolution, but I know it's like if I'm if I'm not gonna keep it, I'm not gonna really hold myself to it. I'm not gonna <laughs> beat myself up over it. But right. I mean losing weight is still on the docket and I think that was that's been the consistent one throughout all the years. Um but we're off to the good start. Uh I if I'm just now recovering from my sickness and I've lost like 12 pounds <laughs> yo let's go <laughs> glad you're feeling better dude yo we yeah. 15 days in 12 pounds <laughs> down 12 pounds Looking down good already definitely sick yeah i, I mean, mean <laughs> my details glad you're starting to feel better though yeah me too and i get that too you're saying like sometimes if people like try too hard with the resolution then they kind of end up not doing it so you have like a loose idea but you're not gonna like like I must do this thing by this time, kind of deal. Well, I also think about it like in the sense that a resolution is only cut out for like one year. You're trying to complete that goal in the year, and so mm-hmm. this is like this more of a long term goal. Yeah, and I guess that's it goes for anyone out in the audience too. It's like I don't think you should look at some things like weight loss as a resolution. It should be like something consistent. Like I want to be healthier, not just like a lifestyle change. Yeah, a lifestyle yeah. change. But, I mean, you can just keep making it your resolution every year. It's like renewing a lease. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> I, I guess so. That's, that's one comparison you can make. But yeah. I, I feel like at that point, it's like, well, just cue the clip from Far Cry 3. If I ever told you the definition of insanity, <laughs> it's literally just that. What about you, John? Um, I didn't. I personally didn't really make any. I mean, I, I guess I'm kind of doing one, like, subconsciously. Like, I started using... Uh, I, I reactivated my my uh, my fitness pal account, which Ooh. like hasn't been active since 2015. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> so, but, um, but, uh, like, so far I'm looking pretty good. I actually, I actually feel a lot better, like, even after doing it for, like, been doing it for almost three weeks now. So, um, I, I've... I've allowed myself one cheat day a week, and that's uh, Tuesdays because I can get sixty cent wings that day. <laughs> nice. So I always go over, but whatever. I love that's wings, dude. You know oh, I do. Oh my 60 god, sixty cent wings sounds amazing. It's so good. If I didn't just eat pizza, I probably wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty good so far. Honestly, I didn't really make anything else just because I I honestly couldn't really think of much like in. I mean, in terms of, like, work and everything else, like, I know what I need to do for that, but, yeah, in terms of personal stuff, yeah, I didn't really make any, I, I usually don't make them anymore because I usually don't follow through with it, <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of just, like that's common. yeah, I kind of just, like, do it on the fly type of thing. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, alright, well, thank you all for sharing. To anyone out there listening, I hope, you know, if you did make a resolution that, Hope it goes well for you. Hope you meet uh, meet those goals or whatever. So do the best you can. But let's move on into kind of the meat and potatoes of today. Mm -hmm. First thing I want to get to is kind of a very hot topic, I think, especially lately. Um, uh, I'm sure we all have opinions about this, but let's start talking about cancel culture, um, specifically on Twitter, but kind of social media in general. And, um, you know, I'm pretty sure if you don't know, cancel culture is kind of just this idea where i guess a new form of public shaming <laughs> with uh, the advent of technology and such so it's like you know if people aren't vibing with a certain action or a certain i guess personality um you know it's very common to see on like twitter and other platforms that people will just like immediately start flaming roasting this person and just basically like all aspects of their life just fall apart because People don't like it. <laughs> it's basically so, public shaming that never leaves you because yeah. it's like the internet. <laughs> and it's pretty rough. Like, yeah. And it's been shocking just to see it, how it affects just different people in all kinds of different spaces. And like even stuff that happened like, you know, way back in the past, someone could just randomly stumble across again. And if someone has just like a little bit of a following, all of a sudden all eyes are on you. And it's like, yo. This thing you did like 13 years ago, that was kind of messed up. And then like, it's like, my bad? Like, I don't know. It's like, like that was <laughs> literally what happened to Jenna Marbles. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. I watched her video, I think, too, about just kind of like, you know, in a different time, in the early days of YouTube, you know, like a few people were exploring a lot of different things. And, you know, she definitely made some videos that had some more like, I guess they were a little insensitive in some areas to certain groups, but like. Oh, yeah, she got a lot of flack for that. She was literally, like, crying in that video and but, just, like, yeah, apologizing the, and stuff. And the thing is, is that, like, she, like, made... Like, those videos are no longer, like, public from, like, everything I understand. So it's, like, she know it's wrong and it's mm -hmm. no longer out there. Like, she's, she's not even making money on it anymore. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that was... That, that was, um... That was the wrong shot to take as uh as the internet in my opinion and it's like she literally just quit <laughs> yeah it's pretty rough felt so bad and then so i guess my first question is like do you think you know using that as an example are people like too unforgiving on social media right now or like do you think people just like they'll find anything to be mad about and just won't let things go like what do you think well i i feel like 
the always be mad about things like that's always going to exist but i do feel like people most of the time take things like way too far like especially when they don't have all the information like available to them like if there's like any allegation like you don't you you shouldn't take immediately take one side or the other you should just take them as they are and then just wait until more information comes out and so you can make a better judgment on it but i don't know yeah people are just way too uh quick on the the trigger and just be like oh no you're done like like they act like they've never made a mistake in their lives ever mm. it's like redemption is no longer an option like with this whole cancel culture crap yeah yeah it's um i mean it's super easy to be anal about it i mean i feel like a lot of it's coming from a jealousy aspect because like you know a lot of these people have their lives already cut out and made for them and you know a lot of people and especially in america are you know in some kind of rough situations themselves and so it's like you know they look at these people and they're like man i want what they want but i can never have it so what's the second best thing you could do um it's literally just you know dig up some dirt and watch their lives fall apart yeah yeah because because i mean it's so easy to do it from where they're standing it's like one wrong move is your demise and the internet knows that all too well yeah actually i never even thought about that um that's a very good point that you bring up too it's like yeah it's it's very easy to sit behind the keyboard and just be like you know i'm just waiting for some slip up and then i'm just gonna take you down (laughs) because i'm not successful but i'm gonna make sure you're not more successful (laughs) so yeah it's probably more frequent now especially like the past like year-ish because of the whole quarantine thing like like what else are people gonna do if they're just like at home they're probably on social media a lot more (laughs) oh definitely i know i am oh what is this i got back on twitter because of this pandemic (laughs) (laughs) well let me scroll down the i i'm not doing anything today let me down let me scroll down to 2013 and see if i can pull some dirty tweets (laughs) my goodness that's wild um and then just kind of talking about that too has that for example knowing that cancel culture is just like a thing now has that affected how you like use social media and like what you're comfortable even posting online or have you do you think you've kind of always been the same well for me per for okay well for me personally like i think back to the middle school days when i was on facebook when i just was just would post with it whatever's on my mind and like i look back at it like with i used to look at back at it like oh no like i'm terrified if someone finds out about this but the way i look at it now is like i'm a completely different person from when i was back then so it's Mm -hmm. like if say for instance i had some like rise to fame or whatever and someone pulled up like one of my like posts from back when it'd be like okay so I like I know it's not like for some people it's different like some people you know you go back and dig up some dirt and it's like oh that's like really bad you said the n-word online but for Mm -hmm. me it's like I know like I have you know when you look at it it's like embarrassing it's cringy but it's nothing to like sweat bullets over it's like this is who I was as a person back then I was totally insecure if anything I look back at it now and be like hmm that's weird hey come look at this uh post from like 08 and laugh at it with me because i was Mm. just so odd and weird and 
in a middle school headspace. Yeah, makes sense. I'm sure everyone has those old posts from like Facebook or whatever in the younger days. Um, for me, I don't think I'd, I definitely think I am cautious about what I post. Just like just knowing that like people may interpret it a certain way or that, you know, it's on the Internet. So someone could try and bring it up, you know, way down the line. But I don't think cancel culture for me personally has affected that I feel like I've always kind of been cautious there, if that makes sense. Like, just even when I first started using social media, just like I was never one to kind of just post whatever. I definitely like, you know, early in Facebook when there were all those different like fan like fan made pages or just mm-hmm. things you could like, just like random stuff and random like quirky things like that. Um, that's you know one thing I guess I was more just carefree with. But other than that, personally, I don't feel super super affected by like cancel culture but I, it is kind of scary to see just like how drastically it can change people's lives so it's like it's it's opened my eyes to it a little bit but i don't think it's changed my behavior like a whole lot personally yeah uh i kind of feel like i'm in a similar boat i mean then again i can't really imagine myself posting anything like just so offensive that like anyone's gonna call me out on it just because like i don't think i'm that type of person though Mm -hmm. if people did go back and dug up like my facebook photos from when i was in middle school and posted that everywhere (laughs) i'm pretty sure i would want to fucking hide under a rock (laughs) so cringy oh my god yeah oh I hope I deleted all those. <laughs> oh, <they're> like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to do something after this. Hold on. <laughs> John's like, "Well, where are my emo pictures at? Got to, got to burn them." Oh god. <laughs> and then I think John, you made a very good point earlier on too about just like I think this goes beyond cancel culture, like just like people just taking things at face value. It's like mm-hmm. it's real unfortunate that like people just don't even take the time to like go check that if that's the truth you know they hear an accusation or they see something it's like oh this person is bad and everyone just kind of jumps on the bandwagon it's like oh i can't believe you said that i can't believe you did that but like they don't even make an effort to like understand the context and be like trying to make sure it's like is this really what the person meant to do with this you know either act or statement and i just wish that's something that people would get better at honestly it's just people are just so quick to jump on anything i mean i feel like people have kind of always been like that like similar mindset it's just that it's happens more frequently because like the internet is like way more accessible now but Mm -hmm. like yeah i mean i was reading and i was reading an article about like cancel culture and it's just like like i think an example they used was like if they were just to wake up one morning and just randomly see a headline on their notifications on their phone and say like this person got accused of insert bad thing here mm-hmm. they wouldn't really think much they wouldn't think much past that they was like oh okay this person's canceled and then just yeah. move on with their lives so it's just <laughs> it's like so i'm crazy, just like what the man. hell <laughs> yeah i know right it's like all right you just like cross them out <laughs> it's like all right canceled. yeah you just like, like they added to their fucking whiteboard of <laughs> canceled people and then i think the question also too that makes me think about just cancel culture is like when someone quote unquote you know gets canceled whatever and if they're like a content creator or like an artist or something i know it's a big thing for people it's like you can't enjoy what they created the same way you know it's like oh for example you brought up like jenna marbles or something like i don't know if any jenna marbles fans out there feel like oh man i can't enjoy her videos the same anymore because 
now she's like kind of canceled or like you know what I'm saying like different artists or anything it's like oh I guess I can never listen to them again or I guess I can never you know go to their Twitch channel it's like is that the appropriate action to take like I don't know so uh it's funny you say that because if you all remember Tobuscus back when. yeah Yep, a little bit, a little bit. So I, 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 re- I attempted to revisit his stuff right at, like, not right after, but I guess a couple months after his, after the allegations against him came out, and I think they were found to be truthful, if I remember correctly. But like, the funny part is just like going back and trying to watch his stuff. Like, I, I, I still had some of that nostalgic treatment to towards it because it'd been a couple years since like I'd watched said videos. Um, so I don't think it, you know, I don't think whatever they do will completely cancel out the enjoyment you get from their content mm-hmm. or who they were as a person. But like, it, it, it is an afterthought. You will definitely think about it afterwards. You're like, this was a nice trip back. But yeah, he did, you know, do blank, blank and blank. Yeah. And so if anything, it like, it's like you enjoy it and then you get to the finish and it's like leaves a sour taste in your mouth fair fair did did any of y'all see this was like kind of recent and i I don't think they got like quote-unquote canceled they just got like flamed like hell but Uh did y'all hear about the um the like video i don't know why they were recording her doing this but like when uh mia khalifa picking up dog poop with her mask and then putting it back on wait what What? no no yeah yeah apparently someone was like taking a video of like mia khalifa like walking her dog for some god knows reason and um like she didn't have like a poop bag with her so instead of like finding anything else to pick up the dog poop with she took her mask off picked it up with i'm pretty sure the side that it presses against her mouth is the part she picked it up with threw it in the trash and then like looked left and right and then she put it back on and then just kept walking god that is foul and and, like and some people were asking if that was really her she like responded to that video saying like at least i'm not like an anti-masker or something like that so it basically confirms like no yeah and she got destroyed over it that is so disgusting (laughs) what why would you do that dude oh that's i'm devastated i just yeah that someone can rationalize you don't deserve to get canceled for that but you definitely deserve to get fucking flamed for that oh my god i think she got i think she got canceled for a couple days because of that that is sickening oh Oh, god you know i thought her sports rants used to be really bad but that takes a cake oh man oh jeez. oh oh good stuff but yeah anyways i don't know any other random examples of people getting canceled <laughs> that you guys think are, are notable it's like i don't want to end on that that one just well i mean oof. the the one i followed recently the most was um the the like um allegations that were against like nairo like the professional smash player mm-hmm. and like uh, like there were allegations that like i like he was um having uh relations with a minor with a minor who was like another uh pro player captain zach 
<laughs> and like initially he like he just straight up got canceled like but after like only like one side of the story came out and then like a month or so like a month or two later he like finally like built up like a response to it and he built like his side of the story and he has like people like backing him and like the captain zach who's accusing him like he has like a history of like manipulating people and stuff like that to like make him do what he wants him to do and like like another pro player i think i think it was ally he also got like canceled and like got kicked out of the scene because of him too mm-hmm. even though i don't i don't know that story very well but basically like when nairo presented his side of the story like and um he basically like kind of countered what the initial allegations were and like kind of like flipped the tables a little bit mm. so now like the sides have completely shifted but like he's still I, i'm last time i checked he was still like banned from from everything everything and like even like his close friends like turned their backs on him when the initial allegation started without even hearing his side so it's like damn there might be redemption for him but like if i was him like i would never go back to that scene yeah because <laughs> that's like, that's rough oh. yeah i didn't i remember hearing a little bit about that but i didn't follow the story that closely but yeah it must suck just like you know immediately when that stuff comes out before you can even have a chance to respond you know granted you know i'm not justifying I'm, you know i don't know what actually happens so i'm not justifying any of that behavior mm-hmm. or anything but like at least like trying to understand what you know was happening is like anyone can just say that something happened or that something was bad but it's like and so you made a point too it's like it seems like you said some people within the community were kind of like oh i see now it's like maybe it's not what i originally thought and it's like it's kind of too late the damage yeah. has been done and kind of this man's career that was his livelihood probably so it's like now he can't compete in those tournaments yeah he like, lost his sponsors and everything yeah. so yeah but it's pretty rough i think another one that recently happened um happened with with like a commentary youtuber pyrocynical he has like i think he has like like well over a million subs now but like he was um he was accused of like grooming a minor oh no but which like same situation everyone just heard the accuser side first and then like everyone just slammed this man but like he was he was like kind of quick to respond to it but he basically like refuted everything because like what they were like engaging in was like essentially like furry role play which is like pretty like it's pretty degenerate but it's also like he never like physically did anything with the minor and also like apparently like he claimed he he didn't know like their age which i think it turned out to be true but like there was no like actual physical interaction there was no like nude photos sent mm-hmm. so like i mean furry role play okay yeah it's pretty fucking weird but yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't seem like he really did anything <laughs> but like people were still like destroying this man because they just didn't they didn't hear both sides of the story before like they made their judgment so 
Any thoughts, Luke, before uh, I try and wrap up this topic? Because <laughs> we could talk about cancel culture forever. I'm just gonna make it. A, <laughs> I'm just gonna make it a quick one. Like I, I tend not to follow cancel culture, but the one that got me recently. Because usually, how cancel culture goes is if I don't know who they are. I just, you know, keep my head out of it. But if it's like mm-hmm. someone I know and this one that I'm bringing up, I definitely knew about was with Rooster Teeth and some of its associates with oh, the whole yikes. underage scandal, basically, yeah. with their fan fan bases. So <laughs> usually uh, if it's if it's any if it's anyone I know or grew up watching or paid attention to at all, I usually I, t- I still turn away, but I'm a lot sadder after the fact. Oh uh, yeah, you're just like, oh man, not yeah. Well, it's like, or, it's yeah. like I had high hopes for you. Oh. That's rough, dude. The more yeah. the more I hear about Rooster Teeth, the more I just like I just can't watch their content anymore. <laughs> Honestly, like I just can't support that company anymore. That's rough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I was saying, we could we could talk about cancel culture forever. You know, even there's like you know actual research and studies happening. I think John found like a a 66 page like research yeah, paper about dude, it was culture. like it was a it was a 66 page case study from University of Pennsylvania. I was oh, like, uh, oh my god, so this this shit has layers to it. So I, actually, I don't know if I'm even well equipped to you know pick it apart. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely not experts. We're just uh. We're just people who observe. Yeah. But uh, moving into that, so I know we talked about, you know, the internet, social media, and like how just accessible it is now. And I think there's a new phenomenon, well, maybe not new, but definitely has gotten some traction lately, which is uh, virtual influencers or like VTubers and V streamers, where, you know, people have found these like 3D models or have like these body tracking suits and have like these complete digital characters that they're using on these platforms like Twitch and stuff. And I think it's very interesting um, to see that kind of just grow and just like randomly blossom. And I don't know, what are you guys' takes on like what virtual influencers might be able to do and like what might happen when like VR gets better and stuff too. I think it's just crazy. Uh, Well, I'm going to go ahead and give my two cents on it. So I, I feel like out of YouTube, like I'm, probably the least educated on it because like i saw it and then like turned my head away and then <laughs> turned my head back over like two months later and was just like what what's going on what the, what the hell am i looking at why is there anime girls in my twitch streams <laughs> um and so like the first i heard about it happening was with pokimane because she tested it out and everyone was like flipping the shit like oh hey she's gonna like do this permanently now because she's sick of dudes like glaring at her over twitch of course that mm-hmm. didn't happen that was just like a temper like felt like a publicity stunt probably but uh i don't know talking to you guys about it and some of the other people in our group uh i'm i'm not i'm i'm not against it but i'm not exactly like pro about it either it's like one of those things where it's like it's interesting watching people react to it and watching like I guess just watching it to watch it, but it's not mm-hmm. my cup of tea per se. I think it's gonna, I think it's interesting though, mostly because like, you know, there's all those jokes that's like dudes who watch way too much anime are like into, you know, non realistic girls or girls that don't exist. And, you know, most VTubers are females. And so Wait, I feel you tell, like. You tell me they're not real? 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like we're gonna have a wave of like dudes who really are into these VTuber streamers. And I think it's already happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> it's the whole it's the whole anime conundrum is what I'm trying to get at. It's like, are you interested in the person doing the VTubing, or are you interested in the cover of the VTube? Hmm. That's a good point. I think, yeah, I don't know. I agree. I'm not necessarily like for or against it. You know, I think it's just interesting to see what people try to do with it. Um, And, you know, I also remember that thing when like Pokemon did her, you know, little V stream or whatever with her model. And I think it was more so just kind of like testing the waters. It's like, you know, let's just see how people react to this and see, you know, if they are receptive to it. And I think it's interesting because, like you said, it's like that detachment from reality um, where people can kind of just like, I don't know, be whoever they imagine or envision just a different character. So I think that's maybe what draws people in or is like interesting about it. Um, But, you know, it's not necessarily a new thing, like I was saying, too, because I know like there's been I guess maybe it's new to like America and other cultures and stuff. But I think, you know, Japan had like virtual like i guess what do they call them like the, the virtual like pop stars and stuff that like, oh, like the idols and stuff oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean like i mean like hatsune miku has been around for forever isn't it called yeah. vocaloid yeah, vocaloid, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it was yeah. yeah and you know that's interesting too because i remember like when i first heard about that stuff like looking up i'm like so you're telling me like they filled up a stadium <laughs> And then they just pulled up some LCD screens and were just like, all right, now play this clip. And I was like, yo, what? <laughs> it's like, this is crazy to me. Hey, people forgot the gorillas did that too. That's true. Yeah, the gorillas. That's true. Yep. I'll be off a live band in the background, but yeah. And then it reminds me um, of a little bit of uh, Cytus. You remember, I don't know if you guys have played that oh, yeah. rhythm game where like kind of the story in there, you know, it's like, very much like futuristic kind of sci-fi and like everyone's like on the internet and there's kind of just like these digital i guess uh artist personalities and stuff like that and like i guess we kind of getting close to that in real life too because you know people hold like you know when fortnite did the the virtual concert with like you know marshmallow or whatever and like they're having like virtual concerts with like featuring travis scott and stuff and like that's interesting to see like people try and like cross this line between like reality and just the digital world yeah it almost it almost feels like japanese culture is like slowly making its way to the U- to the states because like I, yeah i mean like there's um there's even some like uh like japanese like pop groups or like duos that like do that there's this uh there's this duo called uh called claris and it's like it's they started out with just these like two middle school girls who kept their identities like anonymous just because they wanted to keep their those lives like separate Mm -hmm. and like whenever they would perform they would just have these like animated models show up instead of them or they would be like wearing masks or something like that to conceal their identity and people like eat that shit up (laughs) and like i i I don't know i i feel like also like anime has been kind of been like over the past like several years has like definitely been like on the rise in terms of popularity especially like in the u.s so it's probably like what what like partially what like sparked this as well but man for all the viewers out there y'all need to just like google v shoujo 
and just like look at that site it is like a plus on the fucking yeah. website design my goodness for y'all for those who don't know they've already made like a talent agency featuring you know vtubers v streamers yeah. so it's like i don't know how they did this so quick i didn't know this existed until a few days ago to be completely honest with you but yeah it's like <laughs> they already have i don't even know they had like a crazy amount of reach They're like oh yeah our network has you know 1.7 million people and you know, we're just that's our audience and i was like what uh, they have all these models and different characters um who's even in vsocial let me check real quick um let's see i see like seven models here 1.9 million youtube subscribers 1.2 million twitch followers oh my gosh there's well, silver excuse me silver veil iron mouse project melody i don't even know like he may have to raise the only one i know <laughs> Yo, he made Hajime. I would, uh, I would watch her. That's interesting, and it's like, it's interesting too, because I mean, this is, I mean, this is good art. I'm not gonna lie. It's like, yeah. so I wonder if like yeah, the artists and the modelers behind this are getting, you know, credit and stuff, or like how involved. Because I, I feel like there's probably a lot of layers to this that like I just don't know, and I'm, I'm kind of interested, you know, to see like. Or I kind of wonder what like the management is like behind the scenes and stuff. Like who's behind these characters? Is it like one person who kind of just manages that persona or identity? Is it a whole team of people that were constantly like brainstorming? Like, all right, who do we want this virtual character to become, or who are we trying to like cater to? No clue. There's actually like wait, like I remember like Chris had sent me like a site and it has like literally like full ass pages of like these like vtuber models i'm just like oh my god oh so you're telling me there's way more than yeah 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 there's way more <laughs> interesting oh yeah there's definitely more than those seven yeah well i mean i i imagine there were more yeah. than seven but, you know, i didn't i just i didn't know how you know the scope of what i was dealing with and <laughs> yeah so. apparently vtubing has been around for like quite quite a while now it's just it's one of those like things that start with started a long time ago, but now it's like starting to pick up more traction. It's making its way over to the states, like everything else. Yeah, I definitely like noticed that like there were at least some people in the VTuber community that were like really pissed when Pokimain used it, which <laughs> might have been why she stopped. But it's salty. <laughs> They're like, no, not you. This is for us. Yeah, yeah. It's like any, like anybody but her. <laughs> but. I think like yeah, I think like one of the one of the few ones I've been like semi following. I don't even know if she would like qualify as a VTuber. I guess she would. Like the like Code Miko. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know oh, I don't know much about her. I think you mentioned that she like does interviews with like uh, different creators or something. But I saw like one article. Where it's like someone has like a full like so that's one of those like the full body tracking suit yeah yeah, yeah which apparently yeah. costs like thirty k or something so I'm like this is it's no ridiculous no yeah, cheap like, endeavor but. the technician behind her like I think I think she said she like used to be like a firefighter or something because like oh interesting the only reason people know that know that is just like people kept questioning her because like at um at the technician's place like there was like this random pole just in the middle of the room and people oh, thought no. she was like. <laughs> Oh no! But she's like, no, no, no! I was a firefighter. But I'm like, Dude, but, I'm like but I'm like, still, why do you have a pole? <laughs> Just in case to practice. Yeah, but apparent. I think if I rem- 
remember correctly, I think she like built like Code Miko up like on her own. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> which cool. is and like I don't. It doesn't sound like she had like any previous like tech experience, which is like really impressive. Mm. But because like she's like she is literally like created like her own little world, not just like the the model herself. Like she actually has like a like a oh, mini like world around her. And yeah, stuff? That, oh, I didn't yeah, know. and like with the body tracking suit, she's she can like seamlessly move between like um like being able to con- to control Miko and like not, and she can even like have it so that her viewers can like customize how Miko looks. Like oh, head cool. size and like you know, obviously chest size. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 actually like fucking mind blowing when you actually look at it. And then the thing is, it's only gonna get better. I feel like with like this VR technology improves and stuff. Which I'm just curious to see like what people do with that and like what kind of envelopes and boundaries they push and just see like what kind of I guess experiences people want to create with that. Sword Art Online. I'm just that's waiting, what I was I'm thinking too. To I'm like, when is when does it become just like full immersed where you just put on the headset and you're just like, all right, I'm going online. <laughs> <laughs> see you in a couple of days. See you in a few years. Oh, you never know. But um, so in that similar vein, like I know even Riot tried to kind of get in on this. I think with like um, Seraphine. Seraphine, yeah, and I. Honestly, don't even know much about that champion, but I, all I know is that she's was she part of like the the KDA stuff. I don't even remember. Yeah, I think she, she was. I think they they made her for KDA, right? They. Oh. I think they did. Um, funny enough, when we were talking about cancel culture, I was going to bring up Seraphine because that <laughs> wait, that, did Seraphine get canceled? That was it, no, it was weird. People weren't too happy. It was weird enough to where it almost deserved a cancel culture, like. Oh, were people just, it was like the initial reaction was kind of mixed? Because they treated her as like an actual living being, like a person, and an own, like an own autonomous person with their own Twitter page. But yep. it's a character <laughs> in a video game. Yeah, that was a little interesting. I, I saw that. I think, yeah, they were just experimenting with a new, I guess, form of release or something there. That was. Well, I guess it's not like, it wouldn't be like the first time, like, uh, like a company, like, kind of similar to riot has used like a virtual model to like promote their things mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure there are other companies that do that yeah fair it's just that this one maybe didn't go so well for other reasons fair fair and personally i'm not the biggest fan of like the kda stuff and like i feel like riot's like leading way too hard into that and just they milked it so hard <laughs> they just wanted to get as much money out of that as possible i feel like but like it's funny because the majority of people that and really enjoy KDA's content are people that like don't even like touch their game. <laughs> that is it, true. Is yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like they're basically their own like music company almost. Entity, now. yeah. Yeah, because I think about it now. My roommate plays this mobile game on his phone. It's like similar to Beat Saber. And he was talking to me about like the KDA songs and uh, what's the other one? I guess True Damage as well. And I was just like yeah. sitting there stunned because I was like, I know damn well he told me several times he would never touch League of Legends in his life. But he was like talking about the music like it was some good shit. And I was just like, like But the music, that shit is fuego. I was like <laughs> That's oh. what some people are like. I mean yeah. some of the tracks are alright. Like I mean. Fair, fair. I don't know. It's 
I'm not the biggest fan just because, like, I mean, I don't think it's bad, like you're saying, but it's like, it's just so generic to me personally. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it definitely is. Maybe it used to be better, and I've only seen or listened to, like, the bad stuff, I guess, but. Well, if you're me or John, you've seen it uh, attached to some really questionable CGI on in, in on stage settings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They've definitely done that. What else was I about to say? Oh, yeah. I think I. I think I remember getting like a survey asking like if I would listen to like KDA like or if I knew that they were an artist or something. Yes, I think they were also thinking about trying to just like I don't know maybe lean in just the the music aspect of that without the game component. But I don't know. It seems like it's died down a bit. They basically reached that status because like KDA up until like mid to late last year, like been like years since they like released or like did anything. And then when they, like, returned with new tracks, like, everyone, like, lost it. <laughs> I mean, I, I was all about the skins. That's that's just a, not the music. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Keeping it real. <laughs> More money to throw at League of Legends. Look, they were good skins. I'm not going to lie. But I couldn't do, like, the prestige edition stuff. That was that was too much for me. It's like, I'm not trying to play the game Such that much. Such a grind. Yeah. All right. Well, moving into kind of the last thing we planned for today. Um, this isn't that recent, but, you know, um, not too long ago, uh, Twitch, uh, you know, decided to ban certain terms, um, the use of certain terms on their platform, specifically like simp version and incel. And I think, at least to my knowledge, those words are only going to be banned, like, if they're used, like, for harassment. So, like, if you're just, like, talking mad shit to somebody... And are just trying to like be hurtful with it, not if you just like say the word at all. But I don't know. Twitch has been kind of in the spotlight for just having inconsistent behavior Management. with their community guidelines. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like they got a lot of flag for this. And I don't know. I'm curious to hear like other people's opinions, your opinions about just like do you think that this ban is like something that was like necessary do you think twitch is trying to do too much and like micromanage i guess every aspect of like their i guess i don't know content in their community and stuff or do you think it's like just a reasonable guideline to have in place just to like kind of protect themselves i don't know so like the the thing i saw that people had like a huge issue with when this when they banned these words was like and i think they eventually did it just because of the backlash they got was like people were bringing up like th- like for years people have been calling for like racial slurs for example to be like bannable no matter what mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like the n-word for example and i think mm-hmm. because there was so much backlash when people brought this up after they banned these three words i think they finally did it but it took the that much backlash from the community after like how many years of like people calling out for it to really do it which is like I, I like ultimately i think that's like a big reason why people were mad about this like i i personally don't personally don't care whether these words are banned or not like these are these can definitely be used in like a really offensive manner but mm-hmm. like they feel like a lot of words can yeah yeah but like i feel like twitch was focusing on the wrong thing here yeah. yeah, I can I can agree with that because I feel like immediately when I saw that they were banning, I think it was the day they banned Virgin. I don't remember if it's the same they 
band Incel and Simps at the same time. Um, but like, I think so. I think it so. it made mm-hmm. me it like gave me flashbacks to when I used to watch Overwatch League on Twitch, and the stuff I saw in that chat was just so toxic and so like insensitive that I like looked at these words and said why these three they're like they're like the least like you picked the least you picked the least offensive words in the bucket you like saw it on the top layer took your little greedy ass little fingers and just went these words are the worst ones it's like yeah this will probably be enough right and they just kind of not not the not the racially charged stuff not the yeah um oh god sexist stuff not any of the other stuff. Literally, like, the words that... These are words that I can only see... And I don't mean this against anyone who is white, but... Really <laughs> annoying white guys. Like, freaking shut-ins. Oh, like, oh this, is, this is the stuff I, like, imagine half the, half the people in my high school getting upset about. It's like, I can't imagine anyone getting upset being like... Like, yeah, you might get upset if someone calls you a virgin, but, like, incel, simp, it's like... Yeah, you feel uh, like it's like it's not that big of a deal. It's like, I mean, yeah, they're not great words to be using, like, in a harassing, word, in a harassing manner, but, like... Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, should this be the first part where, like, where you start making changes in, like, your community guidelines? And that's kind of my biggest issue, I think, with it. It's just, like... I don't have an issue with them manning those words or anything too. It's just like kind of like what I was alluding to earlier. It's just like the lack of consistency and just like really understanding like what their goal or direction is and trying to establish, you know, they just, it seems like they're just trying to protect themselves, but yeah. like not really thinking through like the people on their platform and like what is actually happening or like what actually needs attention. And they're just kind of just like, just throwing something out just to try and like appease you know it's like all right we, we did something you know <laughs> honestly like, it was yeah it was probably to appease like some of the more like top level streamers that kind of like a real buddy buddy with twitch mm-hmm. because they have like twitch definitely has a history of showing favoritism mm-hmm. towards like others which there are people that should have been banned that a long time ago that have received no punishment but <laughs> yeah others have been banned for less <laughs> see like True. i think they had good intentions but they like instead of taking the steps that they should have taken they jumped to like from instead of stepping on the first tile they went all the way over to six and because like i look at this word and i line it up with stuff like whore slut stuff like that because it's like you know consisting in the sexual realm i guess and i feel like that you know, they had good intentions, but they should have started somewhere else, you know, where mm-hmm. some like racially charged terms and stuff like that. And also, like, how how are they going to manage whether they were like harmful, used harmfully or not? Like, they're yeah, not going to regulate such a, it. That's such a subjective yeah. thing. It's like, it's like, did you use this in a harassing manner? And then like someone can make a case like, oh, no, no, I was just, you know, having a conversation with my friend. It's like, oh, no, it's like, you know, it's, I feel like it's very hard to be. I mean, you know, you know, I guess that's one part, too. It's like, I guess to play devil's advocate, it's like, I guess it is hard for them to really, you know, manage all that and understand, you know, is this something that I should ban or not? So it's like I can understand how it can be difficult in 
how sometimes to be consistent with how you deal out the punishment or whatever. But I don't know. It's your, I guess it's the company's job to figure that that out. You yeah. know, <laughs> like yeah. I honestly, the way I'm looking at it right now is like the tribunal of league. It's like <laughs> you do. It's like, look, man. I think a lot of this is gonna get swept under the rug. But uh, I at least it exists. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard. To, it's really. It is like as you said. It's hard to prove context because I mean, most of the time you're gonna have a computer do it, not a person. So mm. you. I mean, you don't know. It might happen. It might not happen. Like, um, and also, yeah, I'm pretty sure some, like, even, like, some... There was at least one big streamer. I can't remember her name, but she, like... Like, the day that Twitch announced this, she, like, said these three words on her stream. And, like, they were told... Or it was known that, like, these... These ban... This ban on these words wouldn't take effect until, like basically now but at the time i think it was like december or something like that still mm-hmm. but like they got they, but they already got banned for it <laughs> oh wow so even before it was like officially in in effect in, in effect yeah that people still got banned for it was it like permaban tent ban do you know i don't remember i think it was i hope it was a tent ban honestly but yeah i feel like that'd be pretty unfortunate <laughs> it's like it's like yo y'all hear about these new bands it's like apparently i can't say vert and then they just go offline oh, <laughs> apparently, oh. apparently i can't say v- and then it just cuts off there <laughs> oh my gosh i feel like twitch just saw it and was just like you're mocking us aren't you it's like, you think this is a joke <laughs> this- oh yeah well fuck you <laughs> Fucking oh, Twitch man. turned into DMX and was like, you think this is a game? <laughs> Alright, and then, so, like, thinking beyond Twitch and just kind of, like, society as a whole, do you think, like, people have become too sensitive to certain terms? Or do you think, like, you know, there's still a reasonable effort to be made in trying to kind of, like, regulate certain things and, like, change our vocabulary and stuff? Because, I mean, obviously it changes over time, right? I feel like there are things that people said, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and I'm sure even way before then that, you know, were, I guess, okay, or at least not necessarily like something you could get canceled over back in the day. But nowadays, if you said certain terms or certain things, like, you know, you would immediately just get flamed and just destroyed. So it's like, do you think we're like overdoing it, overcompensating, like as a society and just being like, oh, you know, when does this end? Or is like, do you think there's a, a reason to kind of like just reevaluate and re- rethink, you know, the terms we use and how we talk to one another? I I feel like it's like one of these things where it's like, I feel like the intentions are good, but it's like, instead of like slowly, like compensating as a, as like a society, like we're like going in the opposite extreme Uh, like is like we're censoring a little too much too fast if that makes Mm. sense but i mean i do think at a certain uh, to a certain level people today are a little more sensitive to like minor things Mm -hmm. like obviously like racial slurs that's like inexcusable or like sexist slurs completely inexcusable no matter what but like there are like other other like names that you call people that like I mean sometimes they're used just to like kind of like fuck around in like friend groups and stuff. But it's just yeah, overreaction 
Definitely for sure, which is probably why like all this cancel culture has been more on the rise lately. And like the internet just feels like a very volatile place right now, like oh, yeah. more than ever. <laughs> I feel that. I mean I I'm viewing it from a psychological standpoint. Like a lot of these words are context based to me. So mm-hmm. I mean, and the biggest one that gets me to this day is, like, the N-word because, you know, yeah, it's very offensive, but then you had what black culture did to it, which was turned it and made it one of their own words. And so, you know, I want to step in and be like, oh, we shouldn't use that word. It's got so much bad historical context. But then you look at culture nowadays and see, like, how often that's used in rap, hip-hop, and even just, like, regular media, and it's like... It's kind of hard to get rid of the word now, even though it is like slightly adjusted. And I do, I, I agree with John too. We definitely went in like a total extreme, and people are way too sensitive about it now. But as I said, like, I I'm one for just looking every looking at everything in the terms of context before just blowing up about it. Because it's like I remember having a conversation in one of my chemistry classes about the term "gook." And if you don't know what that means, it's a racially offensive term for Koreans used back during the Korean War. And, you know, because I was talking about it with one of my uh, lab buddies, and it's like, you know, contextually, it's like, not bad. We're just talking about the word and what it means. But, of course, to anyone else listening in who didn't know what we were talking about, they're like, whoa, you just called this guy a gook. Canceled. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you, were just, you were trying to have, like, just like a real, like conversation just i understand like the history and stuff behind the word but someone just heard the word and they did a one day they're like what the fuck did you just say kind of deal (laughs) that's basically cancel culture in the nutshell though because like (laughs) like i feel like luke that is how we should look into every situation unfortunately yeah society as it stands and i feel like it's been like this forever it's just people won't look into context like there will be like a few like a small majority that will look into the context and understand what's going on. But a lot of people will just look at it at face value. and like, Oh, you said this word, like they'll just disregard everything. Every part of the sentence they are just going to like blur the rest of the sentence out and just see that word and be like, Oh, you're going down buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's my, it's my belief that people are inherently lazy. It's like, oh, you're not going to, you're not, you, you look on a busy day on your average busy day. The average person is not going to want to bother digging into context, but no. for for those who you know are trying to be better people, it's the best approach, to be honest. Right. Very good advice. Yep, and I agree with John too in terms of like I think it's just like like you said the opposite. We went to the opposite extreme a bit too fast in terms of like instead of like trying to have like conversations and really understand you know, the context and the history and just figure out like how we should, you know, transition as a society. People just get, you know, super defensive immediately. And it's just like, all right, let's just like not say this, not say that. Not, and then it's just like, is that the solution just to like not say anything? It's like, how else are you going to learn and understand why these certain terms are hurtful to certain groups and then figure out how to be like a better person? So You got to kind of got to treat it like an addiction. Like you can't just stop an addiction cold turkey. Like you're, it's gonna have some serious repercussions to it. It's gotta be like gradual. 
And then plus people aren't going to be receptive if you just tell them it's like, okay, you can no longer say this. They're going to be like, but, but why though? You know, yeah, it's like exactly. people, people need that reason or need an explanation. It's like, and if you can, you know, articulate to someone why it's like, yo, I don't want you saying this word because it makes me feel this way. It makes me feel like less value. It makes me feel like, you know, you're hurting me or something. It's like, I feel like most reasonable people are like, okay, I understand that. I'm not going to do that anymore. But if you're just like, I'm not going to do it. People will be like, oh, he just doesn't want me to do this. Like, I'm not going to do it just because you told me not to. Yeah, kind of do yeah it's that like, pettiness. It's like, and now I'm going to say it more. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> it's not the solution. <laughs> and then and then after you, you have that conversation with somebody and they still say it, all right, fuck them. They're going down. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Then Bro. you can cancel yeah, them. That makes sense. You see, I, yeah, I can't see, lie, but that, <laughs> that There's the progression. You're going you're gonna to break out the... You're going to break out your little nice wooden box and bring out a nice big stick that says cancel culture or reliable get, oh, oh my god the whoop ass stick <laughs> i want to get a stamp that just says cancel so, you know, i could just go around and just like someone says just like him right in the forehead just canceled <laughs> is that what you're gonna do in san francisco <laughs> Yeah. That, that's Isaac's new life. Just gonna, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine him doing that in such a PC friendly place. That's so insane. It's like it's like one out of a thousand people. Like someone, Isaac finally finds like someone out of like the millions of people in San Francisco, and it's just like, how dare you cancel culture straight to the face? Good thing I bought this. <laughs> They're gonna be like looking for you on the news and whatnot. Local man loses his damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we're approaching the end of our time here. Um, any parting words for the audience or anything before we kind of close out? Uh, thank you for the, is it a, is it a hundred followers on Instagram? Yeah. A hundred followers. Yeah, we hundred have a hundred followers on Instagram. Awesome. So if you I'm thank really you for listening to our bullshit. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I'm amazed. I'm I have a lot of fun with this. Thank you all for the support. All the followers on Instagram, on Twitter, anyone that comes through the Twitch stream. Thank you so much. We literally couldn't do this without you. So we hope that you enjoy. Please give us feedback. Follow us at Average Bread Pro on Instagram and Twitter. On Twitch, we are Average Bread Gaming. And yeah, hope you enjoy it and hope you'll join us next time. So. See you. Peace. Peace out.